You're listening to The Bunker New York, live on Red Bull Radio. Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. I'm your host, Brian Kastanik. And today I have two very special guests, Callie Rose and Jasmine Infinity of New World Disorder. Still waiting for them to show up here. So in the meantime, I'm going to play a little music for you. So I'll be in the mix until they arrive very shortly. So stay tuned for Callie Rose and Jasmine Infinity. You're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio.
Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. I'm your host, Brian Kasnick, and we're going to get into the mix now with Callie Rose and Jasmine Infinity. Callie is up first. She'll be joining us for an interview in a little bit, but right now we're going to get right into the mix with Callie Rose. You're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio.
listening to Red Bull Radio. Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. I'm your host, Brian Kasnick, and my guests today are Callie Rose and Jasmine Infinity. We just got out of the mix with Callie Rose. Thanks to both of you for coming in today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it's great to have you here. Um, So I guess to start from the top, you have an event series called New World Disorder. Why don't you tell us a bit about the philosophy of that party and what it's about and how it came about? Want to go ahead? Sure. (laughs) Um, So it started in Oakland in California where we all met. Um, with like a bunch of our friends, including Callie, myself, Aaliyah, Love, who lives in Berlin now, uh, Iso Marillo, who's still in Oakland, um, Darren, like, I don't know, like a whole bunch of our friends, like a whole group. And uh, basically, we were just, you know, kind of realizing that trans people and trans women uh, specifically uh, could you know, be in charge of, like, uh, our own bodies and identities, Um, like, in the party scene. We were throwing parties with another friend of ours. Um, It was called Future Pussy. And um, can I say that on the radio? Yeah, you can say anything you want. It's a good name. (laughs) Um, And, you know, it was a a great party. um, But, you know, we weren't really, like, at the forefront of it. And, but it's still kind of you know, borrowed, like, kind of, like, the trans identity and, like, um, you know, transness. And, you know, we just kind of felt like we weren't really, uh, you know, getting the the light from that. So, so we decided to kind of start our own party, and um, it just kind of took off, really, and people really loved it, yeah, I don't know. So you're in New York now. Did the whole group of you come from Oakland here, or how did that happen? Um, well, I I moved I moved here from the Bay. Um, Jasmine lives here now, so it's just me and her yeah. throwing New World Disorder here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm in charge of like a monthly now an um, Bossa Nova Civic Club in Brooklyn. Um, where I just kind of like book, you know, uh, non-binary trans people um, of color to come play. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I moved here kind of accidentally. I'm from I'm from New York, uh, but I lived in California for like six years, or yeah, for six years. And last year, I we were here on tour actually mm-hmm. uh, and throwing a party at. Um, uh, what's that place? Um, Transpicos. Mm, no, last year we threw it at um, House of House yes. of Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we were here, and then after that, I was I was attacked or whatever, and so like my jaw was broken, and I needed to recover. So I, I was here, and I had to like stay here for like that. So I kind of just ended up back in New York which was kind of weird, but uh, it worked out for the best. Were you attacked? <laughs> Do you want to talk about the attack at all, or is that too yeah, triggering? Yeah, behind me. <laughs> <laughs> was it, was, did this happen at an event, or what, what went down? So, actually, 
was it the day of the party? I don't, I don't um, remember. I think it might have been like the day of the party or the day after. It the was party. definitely after. Yeah, it was after. I, it was like funny too because like that whole that whole it was like me, Callie, and London Jade, who lives in Chicago, also a part of New World Disorder, yeah. and um, basically. We, you know, we had some issues with payment from the House of Yes. And I was like, you know, arguing with them, like on the phone, like all day trying to get us our money. Uh, like, you know, I was like really stressed out. But, you know, there was a lot of emotions, like with all of us. And, you know, we kind of decided to like go out as people do, you know, going out can be healing. Um, and, uh, as we were leaving Happy Fun Hideaway, you know, we were like drinking and just trying to like, you know, have a good time. Yeah, like these people, like, you know, just kind of started yelling, you know, transphobic slurs at us and it like escalated into this big thing. Yeah, I got nasty. Yeah, I got really nasty. And, um, which is somewhat surprising just because that, uh, happy fun is, I mean, would you consider that a safe space? That's, oh, it's only a couple blocks from my house. Sure. So that yeah. seems like, it was, I mean, it seemed like a very, it's yeah. very safe space. And it's there's kind of usually space. a scene in yeah, front of the venue there. Exactly. It's only like a queer bar there. Um, but it didn't happen in front. It was like a few blocks it was like down. A few blocks down. We were like heading towards like another part, another venue to see like La Femme La Doche, I believe. Yeah. And yeah, it happened. And then, yeah. It was just and a hot, drunk were, summer night. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was like the Puerto Rican Day Parade as well. And I think they were like standing in front of a liquor store that they that they owned or something. It was just this like lady who got mad that this like guy was checking us yeah, out. Of course, basically. she got <laughs> jealous, and he had to like he felt like he had to say something to us to like well, prove his masculinity. Yeah, like those are transformers or something. Like yeah, that. it's always some lady who's jealous that we look better than her or them, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so. You know, we kind of like exchanged words and then, yeah, it just got crazy. But, you know, it was not the first time that something like that has happened to me or, you know, I don't know, any of us. But it was like just, you know, like I said, like the, the time and the moment. And it was at a time when we were like really, you know, supposed to be feeling ourselves because we like had just. You know, yeah, put we on just, a really great It was like party. our second yeah, neural disorder second, in New York. Yeah, it was our second neural disorder like tour in New York. Um, and yeah, they kind of just killed the vibe. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like you're facing a lot of challenges like this in the process of like setting up and throwing your events oh, as trans women that? Well, yes. Other people don't have to deal with. I mean, I, I know you are. Yeah. But just um, maybe if you want to speak about some of those oh, for sure. challenges and um, maybe even what we could all do to make that kind of situation better. Like better, yeah. Um, you know, I think it's just like a lot of like stereotyping. It's a lot of like assumptions. There's, you know, it's it's intersectional too. It's like a lot of times it can be 
you know, was, I'll, I'll speak for myself as well. Even when we were throwing the party, like in California, like in certain um, venues or whatever, depending on where we were, depending on who owned the venue or, you know, who was in charge, we would encounter like these weird problems. We were like throwing it at one venue where, uh, uh, you know, the guy in charge would not talk to yeah. I feel any like other girls. they never like take us seriously. seriously. They got, like <laughs> they're t- they're like we can't talk to you. Like I don't know, it feels so weird. Like and he would only talk to like the person that he you know considered like the you know more masculine. Presenting. Like they would always talk to, to Isa because Isa is more like male presenting or whatever. But okay, she's not really. She's not. <laughs> not guess, really. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> if a beard means a man, but that doesn't mean anything. But you know, um, so they would you know only interact with Isa. Then we were even doing it at a gay venue once, and um, like. Uh, Aaliyah was like called a drag queen. They like assumed we were drag queens. Like, yeah. That we weren't, uh, you know, DJs or throwing the party. Lots like, of transphobia, lots of transmisogyny. Transmisogyny. Sure. Even, yeah. Like all even, that. uh. Well, I don't even want to say names. <laughs> I don't even want to say names, yeah. I know, but <laughs> right. just so you know, it, it does happen yeah. very often. So, yeah. And then it's like, you know, we'll even be like, over sexualized or you know have yeah. to like endure that kind of stuff with people like yeah it seemed like a lot of like the parties we were throwing kind of like it felt like it would turn into like a brothel because all these oh, guys would yeah. come and be like oh look at these yeah, trans, like, trans attracted guys or something like I don't know it's just you know they think it was one of like the we're so objectified know, quote unquote tranny parties <laughs> so, like, like for other DJs and organizers, maybe they're more taken more seriously that it's just about yeah. it's just about the music, yeah, and they they're not really seeing that way. Seems yeah, to be exactly. The yeah. Not respecting you as just the musicians and artists that you yeah. are. That's um, been a what steps are you taking? Like, how do you decide what venues you want to throw your parties in, or even just what parties you want to? format and what do you mm. take any special steps to try to make these venues and events feel safer for you and your guests of course I mean I don't know I like for example at Basa I recently started um, doing a monthly there and I feel I personally feel safe there and I'm really like you know, comfortable. I think it's a great place. For it's, yeah, and it says like on the wall, like no transphobia, no right. sexism. You know, I, I've personally never had like a problem there, so I felt comfortable throwing a party there, throwing an event. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it's hard to tell sometimes because problems will, like, you know, mm-hmm. come up along yeah. the way when you least expect it. I think too, it's like really interesting that this is happening too, because I feel like. You know, everything is kind of shifted from, like, how it used to be. And, like, you know, like, I we, when we started doing it uh, in California, like, you know, we were kind of, like, all together doing it. We were all there. Because um, it also, the party also happens in Berlin as well mm-hmm, um, right. with the Leah. International. And, <laughs> international. And, um, you know, but, but when we were doing it all together in the Bay... Oh, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I was kind of like, you know, the trailblazer of it. And mm-hmm. I don't know, in my perspective, um, you know, we didn't have a lot of, 
choice in our venues. We kind of just had to take what like, what was what was available, available. What, you know, who would mm-hmm. let us even do it, and kind of have to endure endure those like trials and tribulations or whatever. But exactly, um, and that's you know something that you know being older than a lot of the girls involved and also being you know black um like that's something that i think i've kind of internalized my whole life is like you know this kind of like idea that you know you have to you have to take some shit to you know uh you know make some shit basically right so um but in doing that i also have like this ideology that i want to you know, change things. So even if if it's like might be a difficult venue or a difficult situation, like the goal is for me anyway, is to make that space safe. And, right. Yeah. Like change people. So would you say no, like turn down a gig or an opportunity to throw a party at a space that you didn't feel was right? Huh. Has that happened? Or hmm. Mm. Or it's the right so far. It's that the was, right the right know, people who are asking, and that's like that's weird too. Yeah, it's it's usually the right people, or you know, we kind of didn't even have an idea. Like our very first party, <laughs> I hate talking about all this. <laughs> <laughs> our very first party um, was at um, uh, a community kind of space in Oakland called. Um, uh, oh my god. Um. <laughs> <sighs> I forgot, actually. Quilombo? Quilombo? Yeah, some, like, uh, Portuguese term. Yeah, and, like, it was, like, you know, meant to be this... I think it was, like, Swahili or something. I don't remember. I don't know. But uh, it was, like, this, like... Quilombo or something. Like, kind of community space in Oakland um, that had, like, you know, like, a basement and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, we booked it to do the party there. We knew, like, a lot of the organizers there. You know, we weren't expecting it to... have any kind of issue issue. (laughs) and then just so happens that it was like double booked and it was like some guy's birthday that night too and it was like you know these like straight like you know poc people who were just like super de duper like offended about our party or something and was just like really just irritable and, you know, and it was, like, one of our first parties. Didn't you get assaulted? Yeah. <laughs> so then I'm, like, always getting beat up. Oh, my God. Jeez. And then, uh, that's why I hate talking about it. But uh, literally, I don't know, like, you know, it was kind of overwhelming for me at the time. And it was, like, a lot going on. I'm, like, running around, you know, throwing a party. And uh, I went, instead of going to the back area where, you know, people were supposed to smoke, I, like, you know, wanted to kind of have like a moment to myself, and and um, another friend of ours, Orchid, who lives in Montreal, where we also throw neural disorder parties, um, went was going to the store to get something. So I like went with her outside, and I was just smoking a cigarette out front. And this guy just like starts yelling at me, and he's like, "You need to get in the back," and blah blah blah. Like literally, was telling me to not be in front of the venue, and. Uh, like punched me in the face. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, you know. So I don't know. It's just so unfortunate that we have to like deal with so much like yeah. trauma and like people just trying us just because we're trans. Like if we were like cis 
like white individuals. Like none of this would happen, honestly. Yeah. Like, it yeah. just it's it happens so often too that it's just it just needs to stop. Honestly, and that's like one of the reasons why we have like neural disorder parties is because like it it changes people like people's mentality yeah. or yeah perceptions of like what trans women do like we're not just like sex workers or drug addicts I mean yeah we like we can play awesome music through and throw like amazing and parties maybe we are sex workers I know too yeah <laughs> <laughs> more power to them I mean I've done sex work no, like it's fine <laughs> but. But yeah, you know, but we're we're way more multifaceted than what people the boxes that people try to put us in and a lot of those boxes, you know, you know, we're relegated to. So it's like kind of busting out of out of those boxes Mm -hmm. and, you know, creating a space for ourselves where we can not have to worry about some of the some of the things that we have to worry about, like on a daily basis as as trans women specifically yeah mm-hmm. and now you've aside from your own parties that it seems like they're happening many places you mentioned chicago montreal berlin yeah. um i know you played at the honcho camp out in pennsylvania <laughs> oh, yeah uh, it seems like that i mean that's that's how i first really heard about what you were doing was from my friends there everybody was raving oh, about wow. your set yeah, um, maybe just loved speak it. a little <laughs> bit about uh that was that your first time traveling to play at like somebody else's I guess that's considered a festival, like a yeah. camping festival. It was it was not mine. I, I played that was my second time playing Honcho, but um it was it was amazing. That that was I think actually the Honcho people like Aaron and Clark uh were one of the first no no no, they weren't, but they were like one of the first people to to book me to book me outside of um, Oakland, outside of California, right? Because um, I played, I played at the Ace Hotel in um, Pittsburgh, and I played the Honcho Campout twice, um, and Harry Cross in Chicago. I played uh, Men's Room. Yep. I think that was one of that was my very first outside booking um, of outside of California. Uh, so that was that was really cool. They've been like super supportive and like, yeah. So I was so happy that they booked Cali this. Yeah, it was my first time at Honcho. It was amazing. Yeah, I saw some videos. I heard they put the recording of the set online, which people can, uh, you can find it on, I guess, the Honcho Honcho SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That came out pretty recently. Um, Before we get back into the mix, where, for people who want more information on you as DJs and the New World Disorder parties, where should they go online to find you and find what you have coming up? Or or also, if you have anything specific coming up that you want to shout out, feel free to do that as well. Well, you can find my SoundCloud at (laughs) soundcloud.com slash nintendo-ts. Yeah. Um, and I'm also playing at Mood Ring on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. I was just there last Mood night. Mood Ring is in place. Brooklyn. Yeah it's, yeah, it's pretty cute. It's my first time playing there. It's like right across the street from Bossa. Yep. Um, yeah. So we don't really have anything outside of Facebook for for New World Disorder at the moment. We have a SoundCloud. We have too many SoundCloud. But <laughs> <laughs> we need to like organize that and like just pay for one and like just do that but um yeah you can mostly find us on like new world disorder with a y d-y-s-o-d-e-r 
um, on on Facebook. Um, and like when we have events, we make Facebook events and, you know, just on our personal Instagram, Instagrams and, and social media. Um, yeah, but I am, I do, I've been planning to, one, turn New World Disorder into also a record label and, yeah, get the SoundCloud working. So there's, like, a lot of other awesome trans people all over the world who I want to, like, you know, lift up and put mm-hmm. on. Give them a platform. Yeah, give them are a you, platform. So are you two producing music as your own music as well or i i am i'm producing now um i've been kind of teaching myself for like i i guess as long as i've been djing also which you know kind of started with new world disorder but also club chai was like a big supporter of like my production and uh you know my djing i used to like practice uh on cdjs with with Ezra um, of Club Chai. Uh, and, you know, they had asked me, I don't even know how long, I think like two years ago or a year ago, to like produce a track for a compilation EP that they had. And that was the first track I ever made called Hopocalypse. And <laughs> I kind of, I'm like, I didn't know what I was doing. So I kind of, I'm like, always like, oh no, people like talk to me about it. And it's just like, it's kind of noisy and dark, which all of my music kind of is <laughs> anyway. But you just uh, released like an EP, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. duh. Well, it's about <laughs> it's about it's about to be released on the twenty eighth um, of September, and it's called Sis. Um, and Sis. it's like a you know <laughs> five six track five track EP uh, that I made, and I worked on that like this past year. And now it's like coming out and I'm working on another one. So that'll be happening too. Cool. So let's look forward to, yeah. I'd love to keep chatting, but I also want to hear you okay. DJ for a bit. So we've got about 33 minutes left here. Uh, are you ready to play some tunes? Yeah. Totally. Okay, cool. So we've been talking with Kelly Rose and Jasmine Infinity, and we're going to get into the mix now with Jasmine Infinity. You're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio.
browser. Let's go to your browser history. You browse my Instagram, your data plan overflowing with joy. Slide in your DMs on first place.
Bunker. You're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. I'm your host, Brian Kasnick. We've been in the mix with Jasmine Infinity. Thanks big time to Jasmine and Kelly Rose for coming in and talking to us about their party, New World Disorder. Um, yeah, we'll be back in two weeks live from Berlin. So check that out. Again, you've been listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. Treat me like a naughty girl. Treat me like a naughty girl. Treat me like a naughty girl.